everybody, this is your girl CC with Where It Begins Magazine, and I got Miss Lacey on the line with us. Hey, Miss Lacey, how are you today? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Happy Tuesday. Yeah, busy Tuesday, but yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a special guest on the line with us. I'm going to let her introduce herself of who she is and what she does. Uh, I'm Giovanni. I am the CEO of the Camden Monarchs and also the uh, CEO of Geo Global Management. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, okay. Well, tell everybody what inspired you to own your own professional um, basketball team. Um, really, to be honest, uh, I wasn't necessarily inspired to do it. I never even thought about doing something like that. Um, the opportunity was presented to me by a former partner and um, I had always wanted to, I was in music and entertainment for like 12 years because I have a PR and marketing firm and I always wanted to deal with athletes and sports and so stuff, sports opportunities just started coming up and I was just like, well, you know, this fits in what my vision is for my next 10 years. So let me just try and do it. And so that's what I did. I just stepped out and, and did it and it's been amazing. Okay. Well, tell us about your sports agency and how it got started and, you know, your journey. Well, my sports agency is, I'm working on that now. I haven't really taken on any clients. I'm in talks with some clients now. I've really been focused on just getting the team more so off the ground and a little bit more stable. That project became a lot more uh, it took a lot more work than what I expected. So I've kind of put all the other things on pause. The PR and marketing firm is already like an oil machine. So I don't really have to worry about that. But um, in regards to the agency, I just kind of just putting more of my sports time into the team right now. Maybe next year, I'll open it up and consider more taking in some more clients. But right now, the team is more than enough work. Okay. I understand that. Gotcha. And congratulations on it, too. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, while we're talking about sports, I know you, um, the Love and Basketball Tea. So what made you come up with that? So the Love and Basketball Tea, again, that was just me wanting to just do stuff that's sports related. I have just a desire just to pour into young women and just women in general. So, you know, it's something that I'm really, really passionate about. And so, um, you know, the first time I did it, I was able to partner up with some amazing, you know, NBA moms and stuff like that, that were super supportive. And so my goal is to start it up again this year, you know, because of COVID, we took a break. Um, but I definitely want to, I do it during All-Star Weekend, but now I think that I'm just going to start doing it more, like every couple months in different cities and stuff like that, because just women's basketball in general, the girls that attended, they, most of them don't even play sports, but because I have a love for sports, I just kind of put the two things together. Um, and it's a free event. So any girl, any group of girls can come, but I just wanted to just be able to control what I'm shining the light on, especially just dealing with women's sports and just women in general, and just the things that the young girls go through. They, you know, we just, wanted them to be able to connect with people that they see that they may idolize or whatever and be able just to talk to them in a very no judgment free zone you know what I mean so 
Um, a lot of the women that are involved, you know, they completely were no masks there. They were just really just loving on the girls and things like that. So that's the kind of environment I'm trying to create. So it's, it, it's been amazing. That's a blessing. So with the love and basketball tea, what is it? Is um, basically explain it to everybody. So, so it's a free event for young girls. Okay. Um, and we set it up kind of like a tea type of party. So, um, you know, we have like the food kind of goes with the vibe. And so um, the last one that we did, we had like a nail polish station and, you know, they get all these free things and, you know, it was really cool. They, they did, um, we had these really cool chefs that came and did cooking classes with them. So it was just a really fun, had a DJ, just a fun, you know, atmosphere for everybody to just break off and do their own things. It was a lot of, they, we did a panel um, and then it was a lot of just break off, you know, small conversations and things like that. So it was just a really chill vibe. I really, I enjoyed it. I really did. That's my, now that's much needed. Look, when yeah. I was reading it, I was like, hold on. She talking about spill the tea or? Oh, um, no. I see this no. like that. I like that. It's catchy though, because that's something that you really need is because the youth definitely need somebody they can talk to, you know, they definitely do. understand what they're going through. They definitely do. Yeah. My hat's off to you. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank um, you. I did hear you say like your goals, like you were saying about the, um, you got into the basketball and, you know, you figured that 10, you know, this is going to be in your 10 year goals. How mm -hmm. important do you think it is for people to set goals and be realistic? Like you're doing, like, you'll know to put stuff on hold, but don't leave it, but you know, put it on hold and concentrate on one thing at a time. I think that it's very, very imperative that people set goals because I think setting goals and writing things down keeps you accountable. It keeps the stuff in your face. And so I think that, you know, just with how life is, you know, you have family, you have children, you know, just things happen and it's so easily to get distracted or to get off course. And I just think that if you have something that you keep in front of you, it kind of helps you to, you know, reroute and, and, you know, get back on track. It just keeps it a lot easier, especially for me. Um, I'm always setting 30, 60, 90 day goals all the time just to keep myself accountable. And, you know, I'm, a professional procrastinator so I so it really has helped me to you know not to procrastinate so much and you know just not wait till the last minute like that's like my thing <laughs> yeah I, I understand you <laughs> yeah that's my thing so it, it's helped me and so the, it also you know that that type of strategic planning has also helped me to help my clients you know on the marketing side so it's been good. Okay. So while we're talking about goals, what's your goals for the next three years? Um, my goals for the next three years is just to build my team up, really um, step up, step up on the philanthropy side in the city of Camden. Um, and yeah, just establish more jobs for the people in the city of Camden and give the kids more kids more opportunity to be able to have different experiences, you know, outside of what's the typical dreams in the hood, you know what I mean? Like, so I really, really want to do that and um, just work on establishing my family legacy. You know, I have, a, I have a child who is 17 and so he'll be graduating soon. So we're just, you know, I'm focused on um, preparing a position for him um, so that he can do the things that he wants to do. And so those are the goals. Okay, and congratulations to him. 
That's definitely yeah. a, um, a big, big step graduation. So it is, it is, it is. <laughs> so what has been one of your biggest challenges um, starting your team up? Um, one of my biggest challenges was really just toughing it out and, you know, just running into a lot of people that didn't understand the vision. I think that that's, that's, a that's a tough pill to swallow when you have something that's in your heart and the people around you don't understand, especially when it's people that you're used to maybe leaning on or, you know, whatever the case may be. So that was the toughest thing, just really just strapping up my boots and just doing what it is that I needed to do not necessarily all on a solo mission because God definitely sent some people but just really being okay with being by myself on it that was probably the hardest thing now I got a question you the female you the boss chick so how do you feel having a men's basketball team how did that really make you feel um I was fine with it. I knew that I had to take that route instead of going the other route because it would make my voice a lot stronger. Okay. You know what I mean? In order for me, I, I do have a desire to do things in women's sports, but I felt like, you know, the way that things go, you know, you have to dominate on the other side first. Yes. You know what I mean? So um, that is definitely also a part of my plan for the next three to five years to really, you know, dominate in that type of aspect, maybe get a WNBA team or something like that. But I definitely want to be able to lend my voice and, you know, my mind to that because it, the way that they're doing it, I really, it could be so much better. I agree. It could be so much better. I agree. But I love my guys. I love, oh my God, I, the first season I had such an amazing, loyal um, set of young men that, you know, I love, I talk to a lot of them weekly, even though they're not technically on the team anymore because the contracts are up, but they, they're they really an amazing group of men, for sure. That's good. That's a good thing. Okay. Well, since you're in the sports industry and everything, who's your, who's your sports hero? Um, that's kind of hard. I absolutely love Michael Jordan. Like, I'm like the biggest Michael Jordan fan ever. Um, yeah, I really love, as a kid, I really love Flojo. Okay. The track star. Like, I was, like, obsessed with her as a kid. But Michael Jordan really, um, he, he is just the epitome of a game changer to me. And, um, you know, he's just stood the test of time and he's just been able to evolve with the game. And, you know, he changed a lot of things about the game. And I think that he's he's so large that no matter what is going on, it, it will always have to revert back to him. And I think that he set that president. So, you know, I just love him. I just love his game. I love his grace. I love everything about Michael. And he's like, and he's like unapologetic and he's like a jerk and like all those things too. And people, you know, you just have to, you just have to deal with it. So I, I just love him. I, I really do. I really do. Okay. I hate when people compare themselves to him. It's like not even a thing. Hmm. So if you could start a team with him, who would be four other people that would be on that team? That, you that would, would be with? on the team? With him. Um, 
I would say Steph Curry. Okay. Akeem Olajuwon. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Oh, how did I go? And Steve Kerr. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, maybe switch out Akeem Olajuwon for maybe Sean Kemp, but one of those two. I gotcha. <laughs> that's mainly all old school right there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah okay. and I love I love Steph Curry I love him he's such a yeah. humble person yeah I gotcha. now I don't want to take it too much off the path of the basketball but mm-hmm. I'm checking out your information about the chocolate reading what made oh, yeah, you yeah. chocolate reading you said what what made you name that chocolate reading? What is it, dot com? What made you come up with that name? Oh, no, that's just the publishing company that published my book. Oh, wow. And yeah, then that's have- their, yeah, that's their, that's their, I don't know why it's called chocolate. I think it's called chocolate readings because they specialize in black authors. Oh, okay. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I seen that book you got. I said, okay, okay. She's, <laughs> she is. Yeah, no, the name like- of my book is called She is King, but chocolate <laughs> readings, they're the, they're the publishing company behind my book. Okay. And I think that it's called Chocolate Readings because they specialize in Black authors. Okay, so, so yeah. how do you feel being on that, on that platform? You feel good? Um, I'm super excited. My book comes out June the 1st. Um, pre-sales have been going pretty good. And um, comes out June the 1st. It'll be available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble's Kindle and Nook. And I'm very excited about it. That was like the doing the book was like one of the hardest things that I've done because I I was just very um, just wasn't really sure what I wanted to put out there. Like I'm a really behind the scenes type person. So, you know, this would be my first set of thoughts about how I think about a lot of things, my own personal story. And so it was it was pretty difficult. It was pretty difficult. And I did it while I was pregnant. So it was very emotional. You know, I was just all over the place. (laughs) Can, so can you drop us just a tad bit about the book so nobody else no, nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. so the book is really an autobiography mixed with some tips about me just being in the male-dominated industries and I cover everything I'm pretty transparent I talk about fear I talk about being a baby mama I talk about a lot of things um you know being a single black woman some of the things that I've dealt with in regards to sexual harassment and you know the, the different things like that so it's pretty it's pretty raw it's pretty raw. Well, I'm a bookworm, so I would love to get that book and get an autographed copy. So let me yes, know how absolutely. I can get it. And I definitely will, will get it. I love reading. <laughs> awesome. No, I definitely will. Um, you could just, I could just send one to you once I get them. Because right now you can just, you have to order them. If you order them online, they're just going to ship directly to your house. So um, when I get mine, I will just, my batch, I will just send it to you. Okay. Wow. So what was the challenge was like writing that book? You said that was one of your biggest challenges. So how did you get over like the, you know, writer's block? Well, I didn't, thank God I didn't write it like per se. I just had to do sessions with the writer. 
Um, her name is Jessica. Um, she's, you know, amazing in regards to really pulling stuff out of you. Um, but it was just like a lot, just because I was pregnant, I wasn't necessarily in my right, you know, in my normal flow of things and state of mind or whatever. So that really was really the struggle with it. Um, but I'm glad I got through it. I'm, I'm super excited. I really am. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> That's a big thing. Thank you. I'm excited. You're doing a lot. I am. I am. I am. But you've been in the entertainment industry for so long. Yeah. Like um, being a PR also. What did you love about that? What what did you love about being in the entertainment industry? Um, what I loved about entertainment and music was just the flow of it. It was always something going on. So you really didn't have time to like stop or get tired or whatever, you know dealing with artists it's always exciting because it's always something so that was cool you you know the traveling and you know moving around which I haven't done in a while um in a few years since I've you know took taken on the sports stuff I've been a little bit more um you know based where I'm where I live um but other than that that's what I really miss just the flow you know being backstage being in the studio you know all of that stuff um being on the road that's the part I missed. Okay. And what advice, um, what piece of advice is the best advice you ever received? Um, the best advice that I've ever received probably was to um, surrender my will to, to God. That was probably the best advice um, just to keep me... Um, out of my own way, out of his way. And, um, you know, that, that definitely came from my parents for sure. That, that one's deep. That one's yeah. deep. Yeah. It's super important that any, I mean, at least for me, that I am, um, everything that I do is, is a part of my purpose and making sure that I'm in tune with what it is that God wants for me, that I'm not really getting into my own will, my own thoughts about what it is that I want, because a lot of times we do that, and then we get ourselves in things, and then we want to consider God after the fact, and so I'm really trying to be mindful of considering him first, and so then I don't have to go back and be like, Lord, help me out, like, get me out of here, or whatever the case may be, so that's what I'm really learning, you know, in, the, in this next chapter to really do that first. Is, is that something hard for you to do in this industry and knowing what we go through in the industry? Um, it's not necessarily based on the industry. I think it's just based on just human nature, just wanting to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Me being so strong, like, uh, in regards to not necessarily, I'm not a person that's easily wavered or e easily influenced. So it's not it wouldn't really necessarily be that for me. It would be more so me just wanting to do what I want to do. You know, if you ask around in the industry, you know, <laughs> nobody gets over with me. So it's not like I really like, you know, I'm not, I don't feel the pressure. And that, and I talk about that in the book too, about women just really, you know, just feeling confident and standing on your own, even if you do that a few times and it doesn't necessarily 
look like it's going to work out, but they will remember that. They will remember that you didn't fold. They'll remember that you kept your integrity and it'll definitely, definitely come back around. And so that's what I really, really preach all the time. That's some good advice. Yes. Well, is there anything you want to tell the audience before we go, before we go into our questionnaire? Um, no, I mean, yeah, just it, I would love for everybody to go and pre-order my book. Um, you can go to www.chocolatereadings.com backslash she is king. Um, also follow me on Instagram at geosoglobal. The link to purchase the book is also in my bio there. And I really hope that you're, you know, blessed by it and that you you are, um, you know, just really blessed by what it was I was able to put together. Okay, okay. And anything other than the book, um, with the basketball team, is there anything that you have coming for that that you want to share? Yeah, so we will be playing um, again in November. Um, we'll be our, you know, we'll be back for season two. So I'm really excited about that. You can follow us at um, at the Camden Monarchs, and you can check us out at thecamdenmonarchs.com. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so let's go into our questionnaire. Miss Slice, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. You want to start with yours first? I would love it. Go if it was anything that you can do to change the industry, the entertainment industry, what would you do? If I could change the entertainment industry, what I would love to change is the way that um, women are looked at and, and how we get opportunity. You know what I mean? Like that the, that the, that the playing field would be just a little bit more even. I would be happy about that. Yes. Right. I agree with that all day especially the wages and everything right okay so my question is if you could marry a fictional character who would it be and why a fictional character yes oh my god i love wolverine from x-men oh <laughs> yes he is cute i, lo I love like the dreaminess the everything about him you say, why did you choose Wolverine? I just love the grittiness, but he's also like soft, but he's like super masculine. I just love it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you already told everybody where to follow you at. Um, I definitely want right. to say thank you for interviewing with us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for you. having me. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll make sure that you guys get your books for sure. Yes, and thanks for reading the magazine and thanks for interviewing with us today. Continue on your journey. You know, um, it's a pleasure to talk to you and all the stuff that you have going on. Can't wait to read your book because I'm a bookworm. So congratulations. Yes, that would be awesome. Thank you guys so much. You have an I'm awesome day. You. Keep your head up and keep doing what you're doing. I definitely will. You guys too. All right. Have a blessed day. Be safe. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye.